Here's the thing about Germany, why I made the curators thick of the Hollywood French What's going on? It is Thursday. Can you believe it? But even more unbelievable is it. It is episode. 42 of Hashtag Observations by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister, Tanya M. Congress. How you doing this morning? Let's check out the mic and thanks. Um, I am well, sir. Are you, can you hear me well? Is it as well? Okay, because I'm using, I'm doing something different today. I don't have my headset on. I'm using my mic through the camera. So that sounds good. Okay, cool. Well, let me tell you, today, 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 I started out well. It's, it's a nice, sunshiny day here in Cleveland, Ohio. We love the sunshine. And I'm sitting here with my bowl of, now today I have a Bartlett pear sliced up here and fresh ginger and i have two things to drink here today one is uh barley water and that's simply uh, made by boiling well actually no you're pouring distilled water over two tablespoons of barley and letting it chill overnight so that it permeates the water and um, and then today I also have my tea here, which is coriander seed, horsetail. Um, it is coriander seed, horsetail, hawthorn berry, and another kind of berry, a hibiscus flower. Hibiscus flower. This is all in one tea. It creates a dark color. It looks like coffee. It's virtually tasteless. So if you can take it tasteless with no sweetener, that's fine. But if you do sweeten it, Use stevia or honey. All right. 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. The phone lines are open to take your phone calls today. If you want to communicate with us through the phone line, 213-943-3358, after you dial, use the touch tone and press one, and I will be, I will see the indication that you want to get in on the discussion. You know, touch tone, a technology brought by an American black woman. That's right. <clears throat> we want to shout out to everyone who is watching us on Periscope, Vimeo, FB and the Film Review Life channel, that's right, the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Make sure you go there, subscribe on all of the platforms, press like, 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 and share, 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 share. Tag your people in it because do we have a topic today? African love traders, that's right. African love traders, Trading Your Love, Observations, TFR, Episode 42. 
some American blacks who consider themselves quote-unquote Africans discuss the quote-unquote the return to Africa when in actuality we don't need to leave our living rooms to invest and collect on the quote-unquote love of Africa. Every commodity sold in Africa is traded on the stock market. Everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. And why haven't the mass of American blacks not invested in what they profess to love so much? Why, when the quote-unquote African festivals come to the city, where various Africans sell their wares, are we as, Afri as American Blacks not smiling as we assist them in making profit because we know what we buy, we have invested in. Let's discuss 213-943-3358. 913-943-3358. How come we have not invested? There are so many people that are African love traders. They are trading you on your love of Africa. And you are paying to buy trinkets, bracelets, etc., etc. When really... All of the rare gems and all that that is abundant in Africa are traded on the stock exchange. So when you do buy product here from an African immigrant, you should be able and willing to say, hey, I've got stock in that. So yeah, I'm going to help you uh, do what you do because I have stock in that. Now, one of the things when we talk about trinkets, right? When we talk about trinkets and people buying trinkety things and thinking that they are uh, somehow connected to the African continent, one of the one of the biggest ones that everyone has they have earrings and they have bracelets and and medallions and everything of that. They have this right here Nefertiti right now the one to the left is the one that you constantly purchase right now unlike last week when we were talking about Cleopatra and Cleopatra actually being from the Ptolemy dynasty the last dynasty Nefertiti, if you would look up Nefertiti and tell them what dynasty Nefertiti comes from, right? Nefertiti is from the dynasty that first proposed that there was only but one God. Not monotheism, but not polytheism, but monotheism. Ramesses. Now, when was this? So this is very important. We have to dispel this off the top. Because unlike Cleopatra, unlike Cleopatra, 
where she is European, this woman was black, a black woman. And so thus and so, what you purchase to represent her matters. It matters to your psyche. Because I see this left image on walls all the time representing Nefertiti. And I'm like, how could you wear a hat that big? I've never seen a hat represented like that unless it was in one of the deities that was wearing it. Somehow they put the deity's hat on Nefertiti. Well, anyway, when is Nefertiti in existence? It's 3000 something, something, something BC. Um, she was 1370 to 1330 BC and was the queen of the 18th dynasty of ancient Egypt. Uh, she was the great royal wife of Pharaoh Arkanaton. They were known for, he, she and her husband uh, were known for a religious revolution in which they worshiped one God only, which was Aten or the sun disc. Right, Aten. They, they, they pronounce those E's differently. But Okay. You see people, I said, hey, I was off, I was off, because I went all the way back to the 3000 with Ramesses, but let's fast forward, right, so I had the information right, but you know, I'm not a, I'm not a person that's going to say I'm a scholar of it, because I know my people did not come from Egypt, but anyway, okay, so look, to the left is the, and this is going to shock some, but you need to know. The image to the left is the white archaeologist tribute to his wife. As they were excavating, they came across the image on the right. And he went back home, had a sculptor sculpture this to the left, goes and buries it and then takes it out and claims it to be Nefertiti. And you wear this. You wear this on earrings, on necklaces, on bracelets, on anklets, on rings. You wear the Nefertiti to the left. And Nefertiti is the woman to the right. And you can see if you look real close at the image, you can see they tried to chisel the nose, but for some reason they didn't do a good job on it. But you see the full lips compared to the one to the left. Now, as I was doing research, they said Nefertiti and they showed his bust to the left, the most beautiful of all the queens. And all I can say is, yes, she was beautiful, but it was the one to the right, not the one <laughs> to the left. So when it comes down to arguing, the argument of, hey, this person, forget Cleopatra, forget the mongrel. We're talking about the monotheist Nefertiti, where religion borrows from, all religions borrow from today. All right. So now that we've gotten that out the way, 
and how you trade off. But, but this is my point. This is my point on this before we get started. Before we get started, because we're gonna hit the rubber to the road a little early today, right? But look, before I get started, I have to say this. But if you have stock in if you are trading the precious metals or the semi-precious metals that come from Africa that that is made with, or you're trading and you have stock in the, if you have stock in the factories that produce this false, fake fabrication, that's what fabrication is, but it's false, fake fabrication, alliteration, fake, false fabrication, then you can definitely push it towards the people who always want to say that they're Egyptian and make a lot of paper and those who still want to wear that who are American black and within the black diaspora, you will be getting monetary pay for it. So it will not matter as much unless until we put her on the screen and then from there you have to have the truth and then I think a Megan good uh, you know someone like that in that aspect in that skin well she what wait a minute she she I think I think just looking at her, she bleached so maybe not her okay so let's move on now okay so here we go I'm just saying okay look okay Ain't nobody got time for no got dang black agenda. Ain't nobody got no time for no got dang black agenda. That's for all the people who said, well, wait a minute. Uh, black, black, you, you always say, you know, I, I know there were some people who always like to act like they're pro-black and all that and I remember they they even have things named black and they'd be pushing like they're black but then when you sit and talk to them in in, in closed circuit or private surroundings they say you always talking that black stuff ain't nobody got time for no god dang black agenda <laughs> They sure don't, because we can tell by the we can tell by the way the people are out there. Got to get the jet, got to get the jet, move it in, move it out, move it in, all about disco, lady. But anyway, look, look okay, all right. <laughs> you just got to have a little humor in this. I know they're gonna, they're gonna say, yeah, I can't stand that. And see, and you shouldn't be talking. Look, look, mother. <laughs> I mean, I to see, you, you can't, you shouldn't be saying anything negative against me because, you know, Mother Frances Cress Welsing laid out some things to help us repair ourselves. And we know that those who aren't into the black agenda will not be able to hear this. But however, you shouldn't be saying anything negative against what or negative against Crazy D because Mother Frances Chris Welsing has spoken and she said, stop name calling one another. 
Stop cursing at one another. Stop squabbling with one another. Stop gossiping about one another. Stop snitching on one another. Stop being discourteous and disrespectful towards one another. Stop robbing one another. Stop stealing from one another. Stop fighting one another. Stop killing one another. Stop using and selling drugs to one another. Let me move this up so I can see it. And stop throwing trash and dirt on the streets and in places where black people live, work, and learn. Francis Cress Wellesley. All praises due. She is passed on to the other side. Some people say ancestors, but yes, those, those are big things. So you really shouldn't be saying anything unless you are truly not about the black agenda. That's right. So you have to determine that for yourself. What is the topic for today? African love traders trading your love you have love you go to those african festivals and they have the little trinkets and things and you're picking up the little beads and things and here is another me right here the only people mad with the ones making moves are the ones standing still the only people mad with the ones making moves are the ones standing still. I'm telling you, smash the share button, smash the like button, tag your people in it because we are taking a journey today, okay? We are taking a journey. We just have to prep to get ready to be on the road. Okay, okay, distraction time, distraction time. Here's one, here's one that's a distraction. Arguably, this is a distraction, but it's okay. It's a great distraction, and I have a question for you, Tanya. <laughs> Five-hour road trip. You can only listen to one. Mike, Kales, Marvin, Stevie. You can only listen to one. Which one are you listening to and why? Uh, Stevie Wonder, because of the, I think all of them had some kind of versatility, but the messages that Stevie, um, you know, he was a consummate musician and a speaker and he was very conscious of what was going on in the world around him. And so he wrote about that. He wrote about the environment. He wrote about situations. He wrote about love. And he did that very well. And he was very versatile in doing that, the way he did it, the way he composed his music. It was very versatile. He wasn't going to get bored. Like if you sat there and listened to R. Kelly long enough, I mean, what? Like it's only so much... Uh, sexting and stuff that you can hear about like okay uh if you're not involved in that right then that's not gonna serve your purpose marvin um promoted a lot of love songs and then he did social conscious songs as well but uh the music the, his background vocals and stuff like that they were pretty much the same all the time that's just my opinion michael you was gonna get some 
um, diversity. And he also did social conscious music and dance music. But just for me as Stevie, because I am a musician and he was a musician and a composer and um, writer that was very conscious. So for me, Stevie. Okay, okay. For me, it's girl, lay it on me. I place no one above thee. Take me to your ecstasy. It feels like you're ready. We're talking about art. We're talking about Kells. I just had to go Kells. Kells. Kells has everything. Kells has line dancing. He has up tempo. And of course, he has the sex songs. But I guess it's a generational thing. Like Michael Jackson, like, I couldn't sit up, like, when it starts blazing with the guitars. If I want to hear guitars, I'll go listen to Chuck Berry or something or. Or or uh, Led Zeppelin or something. If I want to hear some guitars, so not that Marvin is okay, but Marvin is a generation, and he switched over from doing conscious music when he saw a chick come in the studio, as the story says. Um, Stevie is excellent. The Key of Life album, automatically, just one album, you know, but his whole body of work but it's something about Kells it's a generational thing and I remember going to the concert at the public hall when R. Kelly was uh, when he was headlining and I watched I was standing back in the doors because I was just walking around and I stood back and I watched how he went from a sexual song and then went to happy people right and the whole energy in the auditorium changed. It, it, it was amazing. It was like, it went, everybody was like, oh yeah, or to everybody start partying. It was like God hit the room or something. So for me, it's Kells, no matter what, you know, they said he did free Kells, free, free, um, free Bill Cosby because it takes two to tangle. It takes two to even compete. That old classic uh, pillow talk song. It takes two to tangle. It takes two to even compete. Another. Uh, let me say. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead and say what you're going to say. Uh, as far as R. Kelly is concerned, he was a highly, what you'll hear in some circles, as anointed. Um, musician and writer and he had the ability to move a crowd actually he does the exact same thing as a that a praise and worship leader does on sunday morning at a church it's the ability so that ability was a god-given ability to move people through music however when a person a musician that has that type of anointing on their life uh jodeci had it too if you were at any of their live concerts their whole band was church musicians. And then they, uh, all four of the brothers had come out of the church. So when you see people waving their hand, doing their hands like this, that's the same thing you see done in church on Sunday morning during a Sunday morning worship. And what happens is the musician who operates on the other side and not promoting the agenda of God turns into a sorcerer, a sorcerer, a type of warlock. Right. So y'all put that feather in your cap. You got a question about it? Hit me up. 
All right, so look, another distraction, but still good information meme. Okay, so T.I. had put the call out to 50 cents. He wanted to battle 50 cents in the verses. Well, Buster Rhymes answered the call. He said he wanted somebody from New York. Buster Rhymes said, hey, I'll take the challenge. And then T.I. declines Buster Rhymes versus challenge. <laughs> Citing generational gap. Hmm. Generational gap. Now, I don't know about generational gap because it's about good music and Buster Rhymes spanned different decades, like T.I. spanned different decades, but Buster Rhymes as a solo act was in the 90s moving into the 2000s and I believe T.I. came in in the 2000s moving into the 2010s. Both of them have had ability, they have an ability to have a stint acting in movies uh, TV shows right? So that would be a good one but I believe like DJ Holiday shout out to DJ, the original DJ Holiday he posted this good dude Right? Then he said, laughing out loud. Okay. Laughing out loud, right? Well, okay. Laughing out loud. But the truth is, all Buster Rhymes has to do, I mean, Buster Rhymes has 20, it's about 20 bangers. He has 20 bangers that I believe, just my opinion, would leave T.I. uh Dusted, busted, and disgusted. That, that's that's me. That's me. Give me some more. Give me some more. The, 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 give me some more. That one right there, automatically. And you know he would be. You know, uh, Rick Ross was theatrical, and he had the women come out. Buster Rhymes would have the women come out. He would probably break into his Africa motif the uh, coming to America motif and come out and make it real, you know, stagey and dramatical, right? Now, leading back into, leading back into Africa, look at this, a major shift, a major shift. I hope other Christian leaders will follow this example. That's what the person wrote, but down below, Pope Francis in shift from church voices support for same-sex civil unions. Same-sex civil unions from the Catholic Church. That's interesting. That's interesting. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. Now, people, you know the uh, ROC you know, you know her, you know, she's out there pushing an agenda, right? The AOC, Cortez woman, wants to work with Republicans to legalize marijuana and end war on drugs. Marijuana moment, right? During an endorsement interview when I ran for Congress, I was asked 
what issues I believe Democrats and Republicans could work together on. My answer, weed. Legalize. <laughs> and they advertise. Look, this is going down some, you know, I don't want to use slippery slope or straw man or any of those arguments, but this is headed down a road to produce functioning zombies, okay? Just, this, just my observation and my opinion on it, right? For me, weed is, or marijuana, or ganja, or whichever name, it is for, for those who believe in a spiritual ceremony to open up your visions to get visions. That's why it's good with musicians to a point, as long as they don't start uh, uh, graduating and open up into heavier stuff. But instead with the weed, it will open up and they will be creative. Snoop Dogg, example, great example. Many others, great example. But, and I believe, this is just my belief, my observations, me looking at it, is that Weed is for end of life. It's like you have a terminal illness or you have aches and pains as you are checking out. You can use something to alleviate the pain and exit out of here smooth on cloud nine. Okay. Since they have legal, this is me, just my observation is just looking at it. Since I have, since they have legalized marijuana out here for the sale, and I went into um, Hardeen's and got the tour. They gave me the exclusive tour. I went behind the counter. That interview, that interview and tour is up where I interviewed with one of the budsmen, and he went back. He told me the different types, the difference between uh, THC and CB. And whatever that is, but anyway, CBD, CBD, yeah, CBD and THC, and so they gave me the whole thing, right? But and, and to each their own. You live the way you live. You 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 live and die the way you live, ultimately. But I I saw people who were just casual weed smokers. They got it from they do, right? This got it from the from the weed man from they dude on the street. And once this legalized, I have seen people use it and I have seen young people age, man. I've seen them age in the face. No one can tell you you're just looking. You can look at a person just two years ago and look at how young they look, and then you look at them two years later after this has been legalized almost three now and you're looking at them and you see the age on them and they look older than what they would be if they were just casually now that it's legal we can puff one right behind each other you know what i'm saying it's, it appears to be no stress but it's got to be some kind of stress and i believe just me just me that they are out to make functioning, they're out to make functioning drones. That's what they're out for. What you gotta say? 
you know, it was standard reason. This is a this is so why it's so vitally important to pay attention to what's going on. See, for me, in most situations, whatever I hear, I believe the opposite. Because and whatever I see, I'm looking further into what's on the surface because when they began to legalize that and give approval for that, that would say to me that there's something else in it, which is the reason why you're pushing it. You're allowing it now. It took you all this time to allow it because you needed to formulate it to so that that is sellable in the different stations that I don't know what they call those dispensaries. Um, the place, the dispensaries that sell it, they got a certain grade of marijuana. They have a certain grade of it and it looks different. It looks different than street. It looks different. And the, uh, the potency is different. There's a different type of effect. But what I understand is it, it's, it's beyond just the, uh, you know, everything cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. What's up? What's up? No, it's beyond that. Did I've heard reports of people sitting in uh, a, an awakened coma-like state after smoking that they're sitting there and ain't nothing going on upstairs. Ain't nobody home for a period of time. Now, what do you think is going to happen if you keep, I mean, you know, we got this weekend, you know, I had several drivers that's working for it. They, they're working as independent contractors, and that's basically all they're going to be able to do because they're not going to be able to go into a regular brick and mortar type situation and work because their concentration is not there. Their ability to articulate is not there. They're dragging. They're forgetting what where they're supposed to be going. I don't know. I think my whole food order ended up in Peru somewhere on Saturday. And so... It's like, you know, this stuff that they have approved you to use. And now you're so happy about going to use all oh, my weed is legal. Yeah, weed is legal. You're so happy about it. And they gave you a new type of poison. That's why they legalized it. And they're going to double back and make the money off of it. That's all I have to say about that. And you're going to be drones you know tracy latrice our producer says how about working on together on the justice act let's not worry about the weed the weed is going to handle itself how about having worked with tim scott and the justice act so that as the young black male that happens to be under the influence of legal marijuana will not get his head ripped off by a race soldier. How about that? All right, here's another thing, another revelation that came across the, uh, another slide. Jada Pickett Smith. Jada Pickett Smith hasn't been having a great year in 2020 you know certain things came out entanglements and entanglement and all that it was an entanglement <laughs> jada pickett smith said she was a drug dealer when she met tupac shakur let me say that again jada pickett smith 
said she was a drug dealer when she met Tupac Shakur. She was the very thing that was selling to Tupac's mother. Didn't say that she was selling to Tupac's mother, but she was the very thing that was selling to Tupac's mom that made Tupac's mom sick. From a panther to a crackhead. Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland. Right, you were selling. I'm starting to believe the way that she was depicted on that in that movie about Tupac. I believe that that was true, and she railed against it and said that was not true. And to, I, I don't know. I think I don't know. Tupac was a Gemini too, and what did we learn yesterday about? Gemini as a sign that the Gemini is zero percent a-hole. What you see is what you get with a Gemini. You know how people have angles and they have they have arterial motives and what they do. Usually when you get with a Gemini, now Gemini women to me a little bit different. To me, they are the disruptors from the front. But Gemini men, when what you see is what you get. When a person says it, you can bet your bet your last bottom on it that they're gonna follow through with what they say because word is very important. Very important. And so they're going to follow through. Now it's other people in the game out Tupac Take the take the uh, death row situation, right? Just opinion observation. Tupac went in the studio, knocked out three, four albums worth of material. Said that he had so many albums under contract. He thought the double album was going to represent the third album because it was a double album. But people just, in my opinion, weren't honorable. That's all. Here's an honorable dude that said, boom, I did this. Now let me out so I can go on and do my thing. Thank you for getting me out of the situation. And I left you with a plethora of material. You can take my vocals, put it here, put it there. Continue to make money. And people could not see. Those without vision shall perish. That would be too much like right shaking my head. That's what uh, Tracy Latrice says. Shaking my head. Okay. So moving right along, right? So, I mean, I'm starting to really believe what I see in the movies, right? Now, after going through all of that toxicness, putting the weed in your system that they have, I remember when we first started, uh, tell you, rest in peace to Franklin G. Franklin G was an enthusiast. I'll just say that much. And I said, well, it looked like the government, government could poison that weed or put something in it that is damaging the people because look what they did during prohibition to their own alcohol right. to keep people when they knew they were stealing it. 
look what they did to them. They say, oh, they didn't do that. No, don't talk about that. Hey, I don't, I don't trust anything, right? People have even said, like you said, Tanya, that people say, I think I'm going back to my dude because that's a little bit too strong. It's a little too strong. It's like knocking me, knocking me back. You know, it's one thing to be blue back. It's another thing to be knocked back. Okay, people. Now, after all this toxic talk and taking in this toxicity, which is this, it is always good to go on ahead and detox. And one of the ways to detox is to eat cherries and drink tart cherry juice to enhance brain power. So you have to counteract. Do you see? Do you see? I, I don't smoke or drink. We use drugs, smoke weed, never smoke cigarettes, none of that. Do you see the connection? You see how I connect these things? You have to be able to combat what you're doing that's causing you harm by doing something else to counteract naturally. If weed is supposed to be natural, excuse me, it's not weed, it's a marijuana. That's the legal term. That's the legal term for it. Legalized <laughs> term for it. If, you're, if marijuana is supposed to be natural, then you do something to counteract it. And to counteract it, you eat cherries and drink tart cherry juice to enhance brain power. What you got to say about that? To enhance brain power. See, the thing is, um, and th those two things are excellent. I keep those. I keep tart cherry juice here. And uh, it's good for so much, especially for those of you who are younger and, and encountering things in your body because you have too much uric acid, like gout. Um, tart cherry juice is a must to keep in your refrigerator. Um, but see, when we're talking about enhancing brain power, you enhance brain power when your cells ain't burnt out. I mean, if you're going to keep continue to smoke marijuana and burn your cells, it's only going to be able to empower what's left. And so after a while, it's like, but you know what's funny about that, though? In my senior graduating class from Jane Addams, the class valedictorian was a weedhead. In fact, they called her B.O. for burnout. She was a weedhead, and she walked around. Real pretty girl, too. She walked around, and she she was... How can I say she wasn't as blown back or uh, had the look of being intoxicated as most people that did that. But she just was kind of, you know, lax or whatever. <laughs> and she graduated as valedictorian. She was a straight A student. And then years later, after I saw her, I remember I went to apply for a job at the Federal Reserve Bank downtown. And who was working there but her? She had a job at the, she was a supervisor at the Federal Reserve Bank and she had been a regular, she had been a regular and she hung out with regulars that did that. So, you know, I can't really speak to that. Um, still, science says that it destroys brain cells. So that means she probably was a, a certifiable genius without that. She probably was a certifiable genius, but it's very important 
that you uh and equally when we talk about putting things that detox your body i know somebody that is a 30-year alcoholic but they are a vegetarian <laughs> they are a vegetarian so consequently they don't have any health problems i mean their liver and all of that stuff that, that would normally have sclerosis at the amount of drinking that person has done he's healthy otherwise because he's a vegetarian so that food is medicine and medicine is food he's balancing out the alcoholism with the food that's right everything has to be done in balance right that's why african love traders trading your love smash the share button smash the like button everything has to be in balance and this is what we're talking about today you have love for Africa. You're an American black person. You got to make sure that you're not just being a consumer, but a investor to collect on your love. Let's continue. Now, my name is George Grum. I invented the potato chip. Now, the potato chip is one of the nice tasting things. It's also one of the worst things for you if you keep eating it. But it's good. But you, you do things in balance and moderation, right? You drink, you, you, I mean, you eat the potato chips, then you drink some apple juice. <laughs> and mo <laughs> really. And so... <laughs> It's gonna, it's no nutrients there, but it's gonna pass right through you. So it might not do as much as it would do, might not break down into sugar too much. But don't quote me on that because it's just my opinion and observation, right? Now, here's one that is interesting. This is, this has been raging since last week, and we even covered it. But it keeps twisting and turning. I'm telling you, this election is like, like twisting and turning like the great last season, the previous season of The Shy, season three. Twisting and turning. This is DJ Ellery Smith. I, I, I put his name up because Ellery is a dang great DJ from Cleveland, Ohio. People remember him as DJ Frost, okay? DJ Ellery Smith. DJ Ellery Smith said, Dear Ice Cube and 50 Cent, y'all should have called me. I would have told y'all not to trust them dudes. That's, that's a Cleveland term, dudes, them dudes. They tried to do me the same way. They are not to, I guess he would say, be trusted. So what we're talking about is Eric Trump took this picture. Now, I was there in Las Vegas filming for the radio show I was filming for. We passed right past Cube and 50 cents when they shot that photo. And matter of fact, I have it on film because I had the camera moving across on a tracking shot Cube, his wife was over to the left of him, his son and daughter was there. And they were sitting there 
And these these hats are not the hats that they had on. So Eric Trump took it upon himself to do some Photoshop. And he said, two great courageous Americans, double American flag, Ice, Ice Cube at 50 Cent, and Ice Cube above it said, I'm gonna say it because he's talking about a white person, nigga please. Nigga please. Let that sit for a minute. As we're talking about having investments to collect. Now, we talked, we talked about this before, but I, I need to make this bigger to the point so that you can see this. You see, when I say that everything is being traded on the stock exchange, I mean, everything is being traded on the stock exchange. So, as we showed you yesterday, and I brought this up bigger so that you can see it. You see, prostitution is going down in, go, not going down like going down in number, but it's going up in number, which means it's happening, which means in our slang, in our terminology, it's going down, it's happening, right? So not only are the, not only is the commodity of, well, we're gonna get to that. But the commodity of sex is there. Neo-abolitionism, illegal to buy sex and for third party involvement, legal to sell sex, illegal to buy sex for and for third party involvement, legal to sell sex. That's kind of like here in Las Vegas, you know, and, and, and this is a firecracker law and the firework law. It's illegal to buy it, but it's legal to sell it. Hmm, I mean, what, what does that mean? That means that your own risk, right? Legalization, prostitution, legal and regulated. Look at all the green spaces that you see that it's legalized in, right? Tunisia, it's legal in Tunisia, right? Well, is that, that is, it is. Oh, we talked about that on the episode of the film review. Senegal is legalized. Legalized and you know, people come over there, the European is advertising. So the commodity is there, right? Legalization, prostitution, legal and regulated, right? So this is what's happening in Africa for all those who are so romantic. What do you have to say to that real quick? That's amazing. It looks like <laughs> the more we look at it, it looks like this, that Africa is taking a plunge. It's a, 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 a fast plunge, swift plunge. Um, with this prostitution and stuff like that. And I'm sure that because now all of Africa, for those of you who don't know, 
all of Africa is not poor and impoverished like when they show the Nigerian children uh, that are starving. All of Africa is not like that. All of Africa is not non-civilized. There are homes and highways and stuff. Everybody is not living in a hut and things like that. I say that because I encountered somebody years ago who said something ignorant to an African person we were talking to. But, um, but nevertheless, there's so much going on here. And I'm sure that it is because of the poorer countries that they have found that they need to turn to prostitution and stuff to, to make ends meet and stuff like that. And that is a crying shame when the resources of the land are so rich. The land is rich in resources and it must be going outside the land. It must be, um, they must be coming in, digging up stuff and just taking it from them. For them to have nothing and turn to this as a source of employ. A source of employ, right? So look, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, if you got your mouth swabbed by Ancestry.com, Blackstone acquired Ancestry.com for $4.7 billion. Wow. Is your, is your, uh, is your DNA safe? Like, you know, there's AfricanAncestry.com and the man who runs that, who is a black man, says he will never, he will never sell the people, never sell it, never sell it, never sell it. Smash the like button, smash the share button, smash the share button. We are taking a journey. We are taking a journey. Now, he said that he will never sell African ancestry, but ancestry.com sold for 4.7 billion and it has passed hands. Now, who is Blackstone? Well, let's look at Blackstone for those because we're talking about investing. If you're going to invest, if you're going to be victimized, you might as well invest to see a return on your victimization. I'm going to say it again, those will be clear. If you're going to be victimized, you might as well invest in those companies that are victimizing so you can see a return. Every person, for example, who eats McDonald's and we know, no matter what they say, just our opinion or observations, however, that your arteries will clog if you eat that every day. You, American black people should have stock out the wazoo invested in a health fund to help you later in life when they have to declog your arteries or put you on all kinds of treatments, right? So this is Blackstone, right? Right now, this morning, October, well, today is the 22nd, yesterday, October 21st, they were $54.44 a share. They were dropping. Now, this is the time when a stock drops down is the traditional time that you would invest. All of those people who have had their mouth swabbed by Ancestry.com and Ancestry.com got acquired by Blackstone. 
for them having your DNA and being able to acquire it to make money in what they call alternative investments, you should have stock in Ancestry.com. So no matter what they do, you're living on easy street. We have to begin to switch our minds around. What's the topic for today? African love traders trading your love, right? Trading your love on the New York Stock Exchange. Trading your love and all you're talking about is love and one day we're going to make it back to Africa. But what happens if you never make it back to Africa? You can have invested to never have to have left your living room, but you will have had a piece of Africa in your portfolio. So when the African immigrants who look at you as a kata, <laughs> while the European is looking at them as kappa, <laughs> When they come in the festival and they're saying, brother, 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 they say, yeah, I'm going to buy this because actually what you're selling, I'm making money off of because actually you're a commodity for me. So sell on African because you are a commodity for me. Ancestry.com bought by Blackstone for $4.7 The stock is down right now as stocks are tend to do. It's time to buy. Now, I'm not a stock analyst. I'm just saying that, and this is just my opinion and my observation. I'm not giving a, 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 a recommendation or anything. I'm saying that if they have your DNA, profit from them having your DNA. That's what I say, right? Ah, now the rubber is beginning to hit the road. We're revving up the, we're at 35 miles per hour right now. It's going okay. Let's, let's get some definitions today. Smash the share button, smash the like button. Let's go through some definitions today. All right, here we go. The Blackstone Group Incorporated. Who are they? It's funny, I was just looking at Is an American private equity alternative investment management firm. Remember that word, alternative investment management firm. As the largest alternative investment firm in the world. Blackstone specializes in private equity, credit, and hedge fund investment strategies. It's traded on the New York Stock Exchange. Its abbreviation is BX. It's not only the Bronx, it's not only the Bronx BX, but BX is its trading symbol. $54.44 a share. CEO Stephen A. Swartzman, 1985 to present. 
founded in 1985. Assets under management, are you ready? 571 billion. 571 billion US dollars. Headquarters, NYNY. Subsidiaries, Michael's. You know Michael's, the craft store? At one time, the Weather Channel, but Byron Allen bought the Weather Channel for 300 million back in 2018. So no longer there, right? Founders, Stephen A. Schwartzman and Peter C. Peterson. Peter C. Peterson. Now, what is alternative investments? Alternative investments include private equity or venture capital, hedge funds, managed futures, art and antiques, commodities and derivatives, contracts. Real, real estate is also often classified as quote unquote alternative investments, right? I hope you're taking this down because smash the share button, smash the like button because we are setting solution today. Now you might say, hey, I don't want to do this solution. My brothers was my brothers. But everybody else is getting their peace and it's time for American Blacks as we love Africa so much to get that peace. Okay, for those who do. Okay, so I asked this question on the internet. It was actually a combination of another question and it was a mistake, but it brought this information up and I said, hey, here it is, question. Is Africa alternative investment management? Right? And this is what came up. Asset management in South Africa. Now, these are companies with their own entries that you can click. Now, you didn't know that Africa was being traded like this. I know you didn't. You thought it was the dark continent. They have American blacks so afraid of Africa. Or... They have American blacks on such a rudimentary thought of Africa. Oh, we've got to go back. Oh, those are our ancestors. And they don't have you on that move to own. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. People should see this in first run. In first run because the information we are putting down is vital to making a mind state and getting out of that mindset. Okay, so question, is Africa alternative investment management? As, these are all companies. Asset management to, I mean, in South Africa, 10 things to know. Pension funds set to stimulate the African alternative. Interview, searching for Africans alternative investment, home, African infrastructure investment management, AIIM, right? 15 best alternative investments, okay? Now, all of this has to do with what's happening in Africa, right? I mean, you can, you can apply this 
to not only Africa, but you can apply it to Europe. You can apply it to even the United States, Mexico, South America. But we're speaking on Africa and how African love traders trading your love, trading your love on the New York Stock Exchange. 10 best alternative investments. I bet you didn't know. They talk about investments on television, but they never tell you about alternative investments. And it's right there if you know where to look. Alternative investments. 15. Real estate investments. Fine art. That's what Jay-Z and Beyonce are into, right? P2P lending. Cryptocurrency, farmland, collectibles, commodities, and here's one they you can collect on tax liens, right? That's just a just a few out of the list of fifteen. I I, I have to let you go research the rest, but so you see even on tax lien. So if you have a tax lien on you, if you were smart, you would invest and collect at the same time whether the lien is on you. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Win, win, win. Okay. Now, this one comes from, smash the share button, smash the like button. We haven't done definitions in a while, but this is very important for your investment portfolio because you know your generations have to win. In the midst of all this white supremacy and bigotry, you can use the systems that they have set up to make yourself okay, as Buckwheat would say, right? From Africa.com, it's a five-minute read one year ago. The top 10 countries to invest in. The top 10 African countries to invest in. Number 10, Cotabora. That's how it's pronounced. Cotabora is French, right? Number nine, Ghana. Eight, Nigeria. Now, isn't Nigeria in the news and of course we have a video package that I edited up we're gonna answer some questions why are they in the news if they're in the top 10 okay let's continue Tanzania Rwanda Kenya Ethiopia Morocco Azania, I call it Azania, but it's South African by the Euros, but it's actually Azania by the Africans who are Azanians. And number one, Egypt. The top 10 countries in Africa to invest in, right? And of course we have maps and everything. So smash the share button, smash the like button because I have maps and everything to show you what's there to invest in. So this is a information pack episode number 42. Okay. Now, as we're going through, we have to look at it. So remember, African love traders, trading your love. Smash that like button. 
We're bringing information. Smash that like button. Smash that share button. Let the people know that this is happening. Let the people know. Matter of fact, if you're listening to it on the replay, smash that like button. Leave a comment. Share it to your friends because this is invaluable information for American blacks and the black diaspora. How come the Africans aren't just investing in their demise? Invest in it and then you will have money not to get and be demised. See how that works? As they're taking your shit, you're making money in the stock market. Okay, you get what I'm saying. Best investments in 2020. Best investments in 2020. High yield savings accounts, certificates of deposit, money market accounts, treasury securities, government bond funds, short-term corporate bond funds, S&P 500 index funds, dividend stock options, right? NASDAQ 100 index funds, rental housing. What's that? What's those uh, B and B that they rent out their house? Rental housing and <laughs> yeah, bed and breakfast, right? And municipal bond funds. You see, municipal bond funds. See, you 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 are you're investing in the municipality. And I can bet you that they make money in the municipality off of how many black heads they hit. And so you will profit like the European profits why some of your brothers and sisters are victims. You see, you have to rearrange and change because people are African love traders trading your love for Africa, trading your love on the New York Stock Exchange. Where should money be invested? Smash the share button, smash the like button. This isn't just one of those shows. We don't come on here. If you watch episode one through 41, we do not come on and just kick mindless talking head BS, we come with information because information is king, right? Where should money be invested? The stock market, the most common and arguably most beneficial place, palace, almost palace there, for an investor to put their money in is into the stock market. Secondary, investment bonds. Third, Mutual funds, fourth, savings accounts, and five, physical commodities. What is physical commodities? Like diamonds are forever, gold, platinum, silver, rubies. You know, the things that the Sierra Leone got their arms blown off for. I know some of you still wearing diamonds. You bought it as a consumer, but you should have bought it as an investor and got a return on you buying your wedding ring that night. Yes. You see how this works? You see how we have to get out the mindset 
and get to the mind state. The best ways to invest $5,000. The best ways to invest $5,000. One, invest in yourself first. In other words, if you can invest, I had an older retailer tell me, invest in different sections in your store and build and watch the money come from those various sections of your store instead of getting on the stock market initially, right? And that's what I, but anyway, that's another story for another time. Invest in yourself first. Two, invest like Warren Buffett. Three, invest in high quality dividend stocks. Four, fund a, are you ready for this? Five, two, nine, plan for your child or a relative's education. A five, two, nine plan. Five, fund an IRA or 401k. Six, invest in a low or minimal volat volatility ETF. And number seven, fund a health savings account. So when you're, you, you have stock in McDonald's, not saying that they will do anything to you, just observations and all that. When you're, when you're eating Wendy's and McDonald's and you're eating a pizza place and you have investments in it, invest in a fund, a health savings account. Invest. And then when you will have money and your money will be working for you and it will still be flipping over while you're using some of it to take care of your health care expenses. You see how this works? Money constantly keeping it on flowing no matter what, if you're working or not. This is how this is going. Okay, now, here's the big money spenders. The best ways to invest $10,000, you have several options. The best ways to invest $10,000, you have several options. Try out a self-directed brokerage account. Stocks, bonds, options, mutual funds, exchange traded funds, ETFs, real estate investment trust, that is a R-E-I-T, a real estate investment trust. Bet you never even heard of it. People have passed and instead of putting the house into a trust, you sold that boy, ain't that something? That is something, right? That is something else. Which brings us to our presentation, right? We're giving you this information and now it is time for the presentation produced by yours truly. Let me take this down. Because, you know, when we come, we make sure we bring things that are concise and precise in the editing to get the point across. It is a visual aid. And, of course, we will pause it time to time to give further context. But the opening starts with a great person that we got to interview on the film review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society podcast. Sundays at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We interviewed him about, of course, what we're going through right here, SARS COVID-19, coronavirus, 
novel coronavirus. His name is Pharaoh said that. So we open with Pharaoh said that and we show you this graphic at the very beginning that he shows you. And it shows you the different countries and we're gonna go through that if we have time, if we get through, because I have the map and we're gonna show you the map, But because this, this is insane. Okay, look, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing, it really is. So let's get to it. So we open with him and this is a logic, man, because sometimes people are on that circular situation in that mind set and not in a mind state. And they don't even know how many years have lapsed on their necessity to have fanat. But here we go. 99.9% .9 of the brothers over this 41 year period that told me we need to go to Africa ain't in Africa. Can you believe that shit? 99.9% .9 of the brothers over this 41 year period that told me we need to go to Africa ain't in Africa. Can you believe that shit? 99.9% .9 of the brothers over this 41 year period that told me we need to go to Africa ain't in Africa. I'm catching some feedback from you on your side. It's the speakers, uh, the, the microphone is picking up the speakers. So I just had okay, to let I'll you know that. that. I had to let you know. Yeah, here we go. So as Pharaoh said that, says, it's been 40 years for some of his compadres who were talking about going back to Africa. Test your mic real quick. Make sure it's still. Uh, so right, can, yeah, yeah, can, yeah can, you're, you're on. You're perfect, perfect. Um, and they have not gone. They have not gone. Let's, let's, let's hear that triple time one more time. Cause you have to get, you have to put it across the people three times for people to get it. And sometimes I've noticed seven times if people purposefully don't want to get it. 99.9% .9 of the brothers over this 41 year period that told me we need to go to Africa, ain't in Africa. Can you believe that shit? 99.9% .9 of the brothers over this 41 year period that told me we need to go to Africa, ain't in Africa. Can you believe that shit? 99.9% .9 of the brothers over this 41 year period that told me we need to go to Africa, Ain't in Africa. Can you believe that shit? Let's have a top-down view of the different types of commodity markets there are out there and look at three of these in a bit more detail. We can probably split commodities down into a few sections. Um, first of all, I think energy commodities. These tend to be some of the most popular. So we have... Pauses. Make sure that you take notes on this because this is very important to know commodity trading. And we're gonna go, we're gonna go through this. Make sure you smash the share button, smash the like button, because we are disseminating information today. African love traders 
trading your love, trading your love of Africa on the New York Stock Exchange. How come you're not on the New York Stock Exchange trading these rich commodities that you love Africa so much? Why aren't you making that bread off of your love of Africa so that when the Africans are sitting up talking about brother, brother, trying to sell you the Kente Kente, excuse me, not a Kente, Kente cloth from Ghana, you will say, yes, I have stock in that textile. Let's continue on. I have the likes of um, US crude oil. Then we have uh, the UK flavor, Brent crude, very popular markets when it comes to commodities. Then we have things like, for example, um, natural gas, you know, is another energy market. Then we have the various metal commodities. I mean, I mean, gold is, I think, by far and away the most popular one here. But we also have, of course, silver, uh, platinum, copper, all that sort of stuff. And then finally, we have a really wide grouping, um, agricultural commodities. And I haven't left myself enough room on here to write all these out. But you have things like um, wheat, soybeans. Uh, what else could we put in here? coffee uh, and then you have um, livestock uh, cattle hogs that sort of thing okay so know that you drink coffee we know that you don't have any stock in coffee we know that you use cow products you use milk you use the beef you use, is, is milk cow piss? I mean, never mind. Another, another discussion for another <laughs> No, they said they pee from another. Where does it roll down? But anyway, you know, just a question. Uh, <laughs> you just have to have humor here. And of course, you <laughs> do the, the uh, fermented versions of things. You use the butter and you use the cheese and you don't have stock in livestock and then hog we know you eat from the rooter to the tutor so while you have your fund for your health care your health care fund right that you're putting constantly putting money in for when you eating these things that cause high blood pressure just my observation and all that, and you're doing the smoking and the weed and the drinking and, and you, you're investing in these things, you're making a profit, then it passed down to your kids. And so while you're detrimenting, I'm making a word, turning it into a noun, detrimenting yourself, you can still be capitalizing on that detrimentation <laughs> that you're doing. Let, let, let's, let's continue on. So the whole the whole commodity section covers a real widespread of markets. From the food we eat to the clothes we wear to our communication devices. Commodities are the common link. Harnessing these resources for the benefit of the continent has long been hampered due to a lack of a consolidated continental strategy. The African Union Agenda 2063 is the strategic framework developed to provide sustainable economic growth, 
and amongst its key initiatives is the development of a commodity strategy for Africa. You know how we say, why don't we go as American blacks, why don't we go behind closed doors when we're coming to ourselves? They have this, the African Union has this agenda for 2063. Does it have to be that long? How old? How old are we going to be in 2063? And the way it's going, I'm sure they're so-called partners. They're so-called partners. Go listen, watch the episode yesterday. You'll get the reference when I'm talking about this. So-called partners are finding a way to sabotage that. They're doing it already. Certain commodities are falling, but... We're going to get to that, but 2063? 2020. That's 43 years. I'll be 50 next year. I'll be 92. Oh, man. God. 2063. I bet you they had one that was 19. 1999 back in 1960 and then they had one <laughs> they had one in 88 that was 2022 and I bet you they were foiled and we know that they were foiled because of what's happening in Nigeria right now we're sorry Nigeria but you are the poster boy for this and if you don't get it go watch the episode yesterday but 20 63 jeez that's a long time to wait that's why you need to get into this commodities trading now and get into this stock so that when you're at the when you're at the festivals and they're, and they're like where 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 you're crying because you feel like and when you're dancing they think you're making fun of them or really you have a smile of joy on your face and they can't really read and they think that you're making fun of them but you're dancing because you can feel the rhythms but they call you cap I'm glad they bought this stuff they were laughing at us because they suffer from low self-esteem because they had to run from another country and come here and use our dollar to come another yesterday watch the previous show yesterday but You'll be like, yeah, wait, 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 wait. But you are a commodity. Everything that you're selling, I have stock in those rare gems that you paid for. And I'll be a consumer, but I'm also investing on the other end, which means I'm going to see a return on what you did at this festival, directly or indirectly, or how you look at it. Let's continue on. This is a continent that during the colonial era was essentially uh, meant to provide raw materials into the industrial machine of Europe. Um, there's a very uh, popular quotation by the former African Union chairperson, Madame Zuma, who said, we're colonized because of our natural or mineral resources. Our position in global economy today is because of our mineral resources and our future will be determined by how well we manage our mineral resources. So you have a structure, uh, what I call a structural problem, whereby the 
the raw material is found on the continent, but everything else that went into its production and into its sale or uh, exporting were outside the continent. Colonialism per se was not about political power. It was about economic power. It was about siphoning out the raw materials to feed into the industries of the West. And this has not stopped. Even though we have been moving towards wanting to trade with the rest of the world, the issue of commodity trade has remained pronounced, literally because it has been the status quo right from the beginning, that Africa produces raw materials, the rest of the world adds value to them, and they come back to Africa as finished products. Africa has about 12% of the world's oil reserves, 42% of its gold, and 80 to 90% of chromium and platinum group metals. Ethiopia's agricultural commodity exchange platform is transforming the sector for farmers, traders, and the entire economy of the country. Known in short as ECX, it's rounded brokers to offer farmers up-to-date market information, thus taming the middleman and increasing trade in the country's agricultural products. ECX is the initials trading on the stock exchange. ECX. So when you know, like when you're watching TV and you'll see a commercial where they talk about Ohio, no, it's not Ohio anymore. British Petroleum, and they'll talk about what British Petroleum is moving away from moving away from petroleum and moving into wind power, and then they say BPX or whatever they they give the definition. Those commercials are for people who are buying stocks to let people know that this is a, a, per, a, a stock that you should invest in because we're moving someplace. So when you start seeing those commercials on TV, you have to start watching commercials differently. The pharmaceutical commercials, they, have, they are twofold. One, they tell the person who may be suffering from it to go get it. But it's also telling the people who are investors to go invest in this something, something X. Right? So mm -hmm. how much better would it be if you suffered from it and you had stock in what you were buying? You would, And you have your health funds set aside or you are investing in your 401k or you are investing in your Roth IRA. Something to pass down to the children, right? So how much better is it to be taking it and not only uh, being a consumer of it, but being an investor in it and getting a return? But how does this platform work? Well, CGTN's Girum Chala explains. 12 years ago, with the aim of integrating scattered agricultural output marketing platforms into one, the Ethiopian Commodity Exchange 
was born. It's an end-to-end -end platform that brought together not only services such as quality certification, but also storage and market information to especially farmers in the agricultural value chain. In the past, before the birth of ECX, farmers as well as aggregators used to bring their produced commodities to the central market in the capital Addis Ababa. That was the only option of selling their produce at the spot with little or no bargaining power. That is now history. Like in the past, in the, the, the traditional regime, they have to bring to the market. You either have to sell it or take it back to your home. Now you can deposit it at the E6 warehouse. If there are quality issues, you get our feedbacks, you can do on the improvements. Ethiopia's commodity exchange began the buy and sell process through what is known as an outcry system, where the seller picks the highest bidder from outcry buyers. But it's been now four years since ECX moved from that sort of a traditional method to a digital commodity platform. A digital commodity platform. You see, it's no longer, it's digital commodity platform. How come all of the Africans in different countries aren't rich? Like they could, they could, because the answer is, that's a rhetorical question, they don't know. But they could choose a country of their choice and invest and they wouldn't be in the situation they were in because then they could buy blocks. And when you buy the blocks of land, like whole blocks or whole, whole streets of land, the police do not mess with you. Let's continue on, let's continue on. Let's continue on. While South Africa has many economic issues, mining, economists maintain, continues to contribute to the country's economy, not only at a macroeconomic level, but at local and community levels. Continue. If you notice, I'm, about, I'm showing you different countries in the continent of Africa. I'm cutting up different countries in the continent of Africa to show you that we have a map. We have a map and we're gonna break it down for you so that you have it. So I, I want you to know what you're going to say. Well, they, he's jumping around. No, I'm not. It's all within the science. It's a science to this of telling a story. I'm showing you different areas and what they're doing that you can get an idea of what you want to find out to invest in that commodities, those commodities. According to the latest data, mining contributed 7.6% to the GDP and 15% to foreign direct investment in fixed capital projects. The sector also accounted for 20% of all private investment flows locally. On the jobs front, mining activity created 500,000 jobs. On the downside, the sector has shed 47,000 jobs since 2012, and the Department of Mineral Resources says that at least 32,000 are currently at risk of being lost. 
We know that many of the big mining players are downscaling and selling off non-profitable shafts and mines, or, as is the case with Anglo-American Platinum, looking for opportunities elsewhere in the value chain. When it comes... I have to put that in there to let you know to see that the Euro, the European, the Asian are playing with the Africans' futures. Futures meaning more than just their future, but their future earnings. They're playing with them so that they can get them into being recolonized before the 2063 plan kicks in. That's 43 years from now, and they already playing with them. They tried to get Zars, I mean Zars COVID-19 over there, but for some reason it's not sticking. It's not sticking, and they're trying everything. Smash the share button, smash the like button. This is real talk here. I have to put it in and let you know what you're dealing with. But either way, as African love traders trading your love on the New York Stock Exchange, they're trading your love on the New York Stock Exchange. You're talking about you love Africa. Oh, isn't that sad what they're doing? If it's good or bad, you still collect because you invest. Mm -hmm. Let's continue to exports, mining was responsible for 25% of the value of all exports. While the quantum may vary, many African countries are in similar positions and governments are re-evaluating their economic policies in a drive to diversify. The South African sector is on a similar drive. It's looking to add value and build a value chain in the country to beneficiate natural resources. The Department of Trade and Industry is exploring a specialist development zone in the Platinum Belt near Rustenburg, although plans remain a little sketchy. Analysts say that these and other plans need to be implemented so that the sector can stabilize and eventually be ready to take advantage of the next commodity upswing. Now one country that has been heavily dependent on oil is Nigeria. But President Muhammadu Buhari has said that his administration will enact new policies to diversify Nigeria's economy to other sectors like agriculture, mining and manufacturing. CCTV Africa's Kelechi Emekalam unpacked that decision as well as its progress. Shops like this one, five of them fully stacked with bags of rice, beans and millet. That's how Ado Umar and his family have kept their business running for over 12 years. But last year they had to shut down four and are now operating just this one. He complains business has been slow and that the demand for goods has fallen drastically. Business is not moving like before because of rice. Last year, facing that they buy 20 bags, now this year, he back to buy five, six. At times, more he go buy for instead to buy that six that they buy. But before, he is buying 20. A huge lot of the rice here is imported. Nigeria consumes about 300 million tons of imported rice, but import volumes are now on a downward spiral. For more than a year, the country's economy has been battered by the effects of falling crude oil prices. Its currency is on a free fall against the US dollar and the economy slipping into a recession. This 
Now that is a report from 2016, right? What was happening? Saudi Arabia and Russia were starting to go with each other, right? Mm -hmm. Started in 16 when Trump became elected because they thought that Trump wasn't going to be, they would believe in the media reports that Trump wasn't going to be able to handle it because he was in such a friendship with Putin. And so they went into this. I'm just, just my observation, my opinion. They went into it and it started dropping the prices around and then they were going, who could drop a barrel of crude oil lower than the other? And then the United States came in. Now the United States is the largest producer of oil through that pipeline that they don't talk about anymore. Remember when the Indians was out there and they were, they were, that pipeline went through. And now it's delivering that crude. Well, it's not crude, it's something else that they have to change into crude, but it makes the United States have jobs. You need to research people. You need to know what's going on. But that's what was happening on here. But it's still relevant to the day. That's why I put it there. Here we go. This translates into a rising cost of imports and less disposable income in the economy. In the past decade, Africa recorded one of the world's fastest economic growth figures. Propelled by crude oil exports, Nigeria enjoyed a robust growth rate of 7% until recently when crude oil prices came tumbling down. Its GDP is now projected to grow at 4% and that too could slide even further. 99.9% of the brothers over this 41-year period that told me we need to go to Africa ain't in Africa. Can you believe that shit? 99.9% of the brothers over this 41-year period that told me we need to go to Africa ain't in Africa. Can you believe that shit? 99.9% of the brothers over this 41-year period that told me we need to go to Africa ain't in Africa. Can you believe that shit? All right, so look. So we open with with Pharaoh said that and we close with Pharaoh said that and we have the map up. Do you see this map? Let's look at crude oil and petroleum. Petroleum is everything. You know like how you get petroleum jelly? What is petroleum jelly? There is a famous company called Vaseline. Do you have do you have stock in Vaseline? Do you use Vaseline? Do you use uh, lip balm? Do you use uh, anything like that? Uh, you have future earnings in any of that? Let's look at this. Let's start in South Africa, which is Azania. What is South Africa rich in? That's red, it's reddish. Gold, baby, gold. What is the Sudan? Look at the Sudan right underneath, uh, right underneath Egypt. You see, Africa is, the word Africa is at the top right, and then Egypt is kind of like diagonal, like right down from it, it's got that little tip like a widow's peak, that's Egypt. But right underneath Egypt is Sudan. That's where the Egyptians went down into the Sudan and somewhat spread out into Central and West Africa, right? But anyway, so the big 
reddish thing that says gold real big. That is the Sudan. What is Chad known for? Right next door to uh, Sudan is Chad. It's known for oil, baby. All that is a lot of dinosaurs were walking through Egypt, Liberia, Algeria, Chad, uh, Nigeria, and Cameroon, right? And then you got even the Congo, right? Parts of the Congo, excuse me. There's a Congo and then there's a Dominican Republic of the Congo, right? Look at, look at the riches. Look at the riches that are there in Africa. Look at the horn of Africa, Ethiopia, coffee. What? Look at Madagascar, the little island. Coffee. What? Do you, you drink coffee? You don't have investment. If it goes up or down, it's like betting. It's like betting in Las Vegas. You have odds, right? And you're betting. You're betting on it or you're, you're bullish or you're bearish. And it depends on if you buy or you sell. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Molly. Look at Molly. Next, uh, right underneath uh, Algeria. What is it big in? Cotton. Cotton, the fabric of our lives, right? It sure was the fabric of our lives, right? Okay, so look at Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> look at Kenya, Tanzania right underneath it, right? Uganda next to Kenya, right? Kenya is big in gold. Tanzania is big in aluminum, I guess that's what that says. And then uh, we're looking at Uganda. Uganda is big in coffee. And then you have the Dominican Republic of the Congo, diamonds. Diamonds are forever. But you, what you don't see in most of the old maps is because they're digging, right? And there's such a thing in geography called that's called rift zones. That's the same thing that's the San Andreas Fault, the fault line in California that's gonna one day dip it in the water is a fault line. And so when you see within the different countries that I said, you see those opening spaces, they look like little rivers opening up and, and bodies of water opening up because the rift zones are splitting the face of Africa apart and they say soon the front face of Africa as that splits apart will be an island like Madagascar. That's geography for you to know because the tectonic plates are moving and their rift zones and tectonic plates clash underneath each other and they cause these rift zones, right? Same thing with California, they say one day California is gonna break off and float up to Seattle and be an island. So hopefully, you know, that's a long time away, but we shall see. So look at Africa, people. Do you have stock in Africa? African love traders trading your love. 
your love of Africa on the New York Stock Exchange and you do not have any stock in Africa. Look at the riches of Africa alone. If it's up or down, you still win because you get the choice to be bullish or bearish. We have to get out of the mindset and get into the mind state because what did what did Pharaoh said that Pharaoh Atan say? He says that 40 some years and the people, the brothers was telling me we need to go to Africa are still not in Africa. But you can have your peace because everybody else is having their peace while they told you it's the deep, dark, scary continent. Did you did you should be afraid of? But they've been pillaging it. They've been in Egypt, made a false Nefertiti, <laughs> and you're buying it. So you might as well end the degradation that they're doing to you by lying to you. You might as well have stock in those metals that are made them semi precious and precious metals that are made to make those gold and copper bubbles and trinkets and the more it sells the more because I can tell you I bet you that the archaeologist who made that bust of his wife as an honor to her went and buried it brought it back out I bet you his family is still getting returns on the earrings on the anklets on the bracelets on the necklaces on the images that you buy, the paintings that you buy of that European fake Nefertiti instead of buying the real Nefertiti that looks like your, your daughter, your aunt, your niece, your mother. <sighs> Boy, this is a great show. We got 10 minutes. You got five. You know, it's clear to see that we are operating in a construct of a matrix within a maze in the middle of a house of mirrors. And it's going to take a clear head, clear mind to navigate through this stuff to know what you're supposed to be doing now. All of these shows are very robust in their information. And it warrants going back and listening to them several times in order to ascertain what it is you're going to need to empower yourself to move to the next level and position, you gotta empower yourself to position yourself. So now he just showed us this map of Africa and all of the, you know, it's one thing to know that the land is rich in resources. And it's another thing to see what resources are where and what we should be doing. And he's absolutely right. Why would you, um, wear something that you're not invested. So in order for you to wear it, you have to purchase it. So you're purchasing as a consumer, but you have no stock in it, but you have love for the, you see how this is kind of balancing out. There is no balance. And what I'm, I'm looking at here is the thing that's perplexing to me is that see, in order for you to grasp what he just said, to get stock 
in the African countries, get some stock in those things. You have to be of a mind state that you're shifting out of, of a certain place and life period into another place. And you're doing it not only for you, but the generations that follow you, right? Because there's no reason why we shouldn't have stock in it. There's no reason why we shouldn't. And so that's uh, as soon as I get off of here, I'm going to um, I'm going to start looking up some stuff because I drink coffee. Um, I had already moved on the gold thing. I'm already looking into investing in the gold thing, but I want to invest in it coming from there. You know, I want to be sure that my resources that I invest in is coming from there. And a lot of you may think that investing, you need a whole lot of money to start investing. There are investment companies that you could start with $50. You could you start somewhere, start to invest in what you can invest in, and then go from there. As you start building money, then you re put it in. It's the same thing. It's the same principle as as you know those of you who may have dealt drugs or whatever. Same principle. You ante back up and you sew back in until you keep making the money. Then you take it, you ante it back up, you put some distribute some other places and invest in another stock. You know, and you keep it moving. We have to get in the mind of generational wealth. Generational wealth. You ever hear your grandparents say, oh, you know, they got that old money. And they say it kind of begrudgingly like um, the people, something wrong with the people having old money. They have old money because they made good decisions. They been they made wise, wise decisions concerning stocks and bonds and, and all kinds of stuff that you invest in real estate and stuff like that while we wore all of ours. We've been dressing to the nines now. You know, we wore all of ours. We wore the gold. We were consumers and not investors. So you can't get mad at the investors as getting a return on your consumption because they know that you are a consumer. So as long as you're a consumer and you're thinking along those lines to consume, there's something to be said about that. Y'all need to go read about the difference between consumers and investors. They they prey on you. And you can't blame them. You can't be mad at them. You just we have to change our mindset to a mind state. Our mindset is, you know, I gotta look good, I gotta floss, I gotta, I gotta do this thing, I gotta drive this certain vehicle, I gotta, this is what shows my worth. Scripture says that. Uh, a man's value is not contained in the abundance of the things he possesses. It is contained in his character. And so it's, while some business dealings are crooked with some people, those things that are um, that have definite value like real estate and, and those things that, that people are investing in, stocks, gold, or metals, and stuff like that, those are, listen, you can't give us so crooked with that because there's a regulation on that, right? So these people are investing in that and they're getting a return on their investment. We have to get out of this. So the mindset is temporal. The mind state is permanent. It, it is stationary, it's secure. It's not double-minded. It is stable. So this is what we have to move into. So much is tied into it. There's a, there's a domino effect of whatever decisions that we make concerning this going forward everything from voting or not to what we just talked about today 
it's a domino effect to it all and it all ties together it all ties together all right people so look we brought you alternative investments i know they don't they don't talk about it <laughs> they diversify your portfolio but they don't tell you about it but here at lordlandfilms.com lordlandfilms.com where you can go right there right now and you can watch and listen to all of our previous episodes on your favorite podcast provider you can binge watch or binge listen to the film review movies music culture politics society podcast as hashtag tfr podcast live or just put it in google hashtag tfr podcast live and watch the pages flow or you could go over to lordlandfilms.com and watch and listen to episodes 1 through 42 of hashtag observations tfr that's hashtags observations tfr podcast live or put hashtag observations tfr into the search engine of google and watch as the beginning pages of this foundation are starting to show up and check out how tfr podcast live is and how to see where observations tfr will be we're about disseminating information. We're about the advancement of American black people. We are not about party unless we're having a party about how we were so successful and everybody is jamming together. We're having a party. <laughs> but I'm not about party. We're not about party. Dixie or Republic. We're about American black people and the advancement of American black people. What are you about? So we disseminate information and we bring it to you. And this right here is some of the most dangerous information that can be disseminated because they know that you're not thinking about it. And it even passed. They did not try to cut us once because it went above the People who program the bot's head what they were watching. Stealth, man. But I'll let you know what it is. Get that information and utilize it to, while you consume, you have invested. You say, yes, let's go to McDonald's. Your boys might not know, but your boys probably got stock in it too. They say, yeah, let's go to McDonald's. Everybody getting the Big Mac and getting that cholesterol feel. When y'all get older, you know, I got this health plan. So did I, dude. I never told you, but that's why you was pushing me to McDonald's. That's why you was pushing me to McDonald's, dude. Doesn't make a difference. We're not saying that McDonald's is going to do anything to you. That's just an example because they did that documentary, so I used them. But that's not saying that they're going to do anything more to you than any of the other fast food places. But McDonald's is still the spearhead because it was considered the best. Everybody wanted it when they were kids, right? So, this, I believe, is one of our greatest shows. And I can tell you that we are more than proud to have brought you and disseminated this information to you. 
Tomorrow is Friday. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? People, we will see you tomorrow on another great episode of Hashtag Observations TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, Tanya. Special guest host. That sounded horrible. Special guest host, Tanya M. Chris, I'm out. Here's the thing about Germany, why I made the curator's pick of the Hollywood French community. Unity, 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 heart, heart, heart.